My name is Darshan McAway. And I'm Stephanie. And we are doing the podcast on Accepting What Is. That is the title of our podcast. Uh, how you doing this evening, baby? I'm okay. I'm <laughs> tired. Okay, I'm tired. Okay. Well, check this out. So today's topic, we're going to talk about, and a lot of people don't uh, want to accept this, but a lot of people want to know uh, about the perfect relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you're looking for the perfect person when you're trying to have a perfect relationship. But as the title says on the live broadcast, everybody comes with problems or problems come with everybody. Do you want to explain what you mean by that? Well, before I explain it, what do you think I mean? Um, as as it relates to relationships, I think that once you get into a relationship that. You can't expect that person that you're getting with to not have problems. Mm, okay, that's part of it. But problems come with everybody is this. Let's say you're looking for you're looking for that perfect guy or that perfect girl. And you're in a relationship with them six months in. Then they want to get engaged with you and marry you sometime that year or maybe the next year. But a lot of people don't realize that the problem that comes about is a health problem. Uh, problems with infidelity mm -hmm. uh, it's things that you don't see up front but it's something that you would see later um, problems with the job uh, financial problems come up so problems come with everybody and it, it the way I thought about it was um, when we did the book fair the other day I was thinking about the response I got when they when they um, when they mentioned my book girlfriend versus wife duties and a part of that that response from the crowd was like, ooh, ah, mm, who do he think he is, right? So I was like, I think a lot of people feel like they don't have a certain type of duty. And I know duties is something that is like a duty to me feels like a chore. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people feel like they shouldn't have to do chores or do a duty. And it just made me think about the problems that come along with people that you have to deal with in your relationship, whether you're married or you're not married. Sometimes you are in a relationship with somebody and you notice a problem and you kind of deal with that problem, which goes back to accepting what is. So I hate to put myself out on front street. But what problem are you dealing with with me? The, a problem that came along with me. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to say right now, off the top of my head, your listening skills, mm. they suck. Is that been, is that been for the past seven yes. years? Yes. And you've been dealing with that for seven years? Mm-hmm. I, I tell you, but you don't listen, so. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I haven't thought of any problems that came along with you. Uh -huh. uh, can't think of anything off the top of my head. That's good. That's because I'm saving myself. <laughs> but um, I'm curious to know, though, um, have there been any problems that your mom might have warned you about with not just me, but people in, in your past or in her past? Um... Not that I could think of. Mm -hmm. Just to be careful and pay attention. Hmm. What about you? Problems come with everybody. I realize um, uh, 
and I'm not going to say any names, but I'm probably speaking from a problem that comes along with a lot of people and you, you will not be able to get rid of it as much as you want to is uh, your health. That's come. You're going to get sick. And it's a problem because sometimes people don't have the right medical attention, the right medical insurance and the right finances or the food to take care of the problem to get yourself back healthy again. Mm -hmm. And I, for example, I thought I was the strongest person in the world until I had got sick. And I realized that, man, I'm, I'm, I became a liability more than an asset. And when you're in a relationship, and let's just focus on a committed relationship. When you're in a committed relationship, I realized that I thought I was the asset, but I'm the liability. How do I have this problem? Because the bills are going to keep on coming. The food is going to keep on disappearing. And the money has to take care of it some type of way. So where does the money come from? You can't depend on family every single time. You can depend on, well, you can depend on them a little bit, like family and friends, like 50-50. But that other 50% is really dependent upon you. So problems come with everybody, some type of way. At some point in life, problems are going to come. What's my point? I think my point is, I think my point is, I don't think, honestly, that there's a perfect relationship. You, you, you don't rush into getting married or an engagement, but there's no perfect situation. Well, yeah, of course, nobody gets into a relationship think with the thinking that, oh, this person's going to get sick in months or you can't prepare yourself for that. Nobody knows what's going to happen. But you you got to always prepare your mind to know that it's a possibility. OK, see, now that takes me back to a point that I had from the book Girlfriend versus Wife Duties. You have to anticipate both sides of the playing field um, at the time your your fiance side of the engagement inside of the engagement the things that happen in families the stuff that you do not anticipate happening i can tell you this though like straight up you know this for a fact that when most people get engaged and when they get married they are not thinking about in sickness and in health and to death do what's part yeah they are not thinking about that not until not until they're faced with that right situation so problems come with everybody um have you heard about the story uh, with the couple that got married and the next day the husband was paralyzed for the rest of his life. Mm -mm. Yeah. So there's a story that happened this years ago. It happened to two people from, from my research. Um, about two years ago and the other one leading back five years ago, there was a couple, very young, 23, 24 years old. She was 23, he was 24. Uh, they got engaged. Uh, they met each other like within the first year, got married the next year. The day uh, before the marriage, everything was perfect. The day of the marriage, everything was perfect. The day after the marriage, the the husband got into an accident and was paralyzed from the waist down for the rest of his life. From the waist down. Nothing worked from the waist down. Fine young couple. They have the world like they you know how they say the world is yours, you know, just go for your thing. And that moment uh, in the interview, she said. She said this, I thought about quitting on him and then I realized what type of person he was and what he showed me. And I realized 
that what if this was me and what if he left me? So she stayed with them, but she did acknowledge and he did too, that the problem was that they kept, they not going to have the sex that they thought they were going to have. That that was the only problem they had. That, that was the, that was one that they, they're still young. So they were thinking, that's what they said, not me. That's what they said. The problem that they faced was we're not going to be able to have children. We're not going to be able to have okay. the sex we thought okay. we was going to have. All right. We're not going to be able to open up and have this family that we think we're going to have. So they both realized, like, wow, we thought the world was our oyster when it turns out that now we had a, a different challenge. I, we're married. He's paralyzed from the waist down. I have to take care of him for the rest of my life. I can't divorce him. Mm-hmm. So... You know, problems come with everybody. It sounds like a freak accident, right? But it is a problem because you two have to try to figure it out. And you'll end up coming up with a solution. But that part of the problem was that he was unable to perform from the down. Same thing happened to the other couple. But this time, the guy was okay. And uh, his wife went out. Mm -hmm. And she was paralyzed from the waist down. And he said he thought about leaving. They, they they did a separate interview, but he came to his terms. But he said he thought about leaving because he was like, well, you know, part of the reason why you get married to somebody, you know, is to have, you know, have sex and be in love with them. And you don't think that they're going to be paralyzed from the waist down. And um, he told her that she was he was thinking about leaving. And she was like crying and stuff like that. And she was like, I didn't ask for this to happen, you know, type of deal. It's had a big argument. But then he realized how special she was to him throughout the years and how he decided to stay. And then all of a sudden, you got the same two couples had the same situation and realized that, you know, in sickness and in health, to death do us part. They don't say anything about, I love you when you're paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And they realized that. That's, that's we did in those vows that I'll love you even if you're paralyzed from the head down or from the waist down or vice versa. Or vice versa would be the same thing as from the head down. So, yeah, so so what we're talking about, a lot of people are looking for the perfect relationship, uh, the perfect person, the perfect friend. But people come with, well, problems come with people. You don't see them at first, uh, but they're underlining uh, somewhere down the line. Well, to tie it in to our podcast, so you're so basically these two situations, the the opposing couple had to accept that that was their new lifestyle. Yeah, they they definitely had to accept it, and that's part of what this podcast is about. Our podcast is titled "Accepting What Is," and a lot of times you don't want to accept what is, but sometimes you have no choice. Let's give you an example of people not wanting to accept what is. And this is a good example, uh, like Black Lives, Ma- Black Lives Matter and uh, the police brutality. Well, we have been accepting it for so long until you start protesting. And a protest is not accepting what is until the change comes. But sometimes you have to accept what is. And here's another example. When you get into a car accident, well, you don't talk about getting into a car accident intentionally. But when you get into one, you have to accept the fact that you just wrecked your car. There is nothing you can do about changing that car in that moment. Or if you're like uh, physically damaged in that exact moment, you have to accept those terms of what happened. So a lot of things happen in life where you have to accept what is. Yeah, that's true. You accept what it what is what happened. And then the, what you do next is what 
makes a difference in your life if you think about it. Right. Got a question. Do you think in today's society, do people actually get married and stick to the vows they made? I believe in today's time, in today's time, from my research, just within the past months, the uh, the marriage, the, the divorce rate, excuse me, is still a high percentage. And it lets me know that people are not uh, sticking to their vows. I think the marriage rate went down a little bit because people have accepted how to have sex with each other through meeting online. Mm -hmm. So now the vows go out the window and it's more so like a commitment through the Internet. So I don't think people are sticking to it. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. You know, um, there there. And listen, and this comes from me looking at the statistics of the uh, the sexually transmitted diseases and sexually transmitted infections that people are having lets me know they went up an extra 37 percent. So people aren't even buying condoms. They're just randomly hooking up, having sex for the first day, maybe having sex for that that first entire week that they meet each other. And then they go off about their business, not even giving the other person information about uh, your sleeping patterns. Sleeping? Yeah. Think the. Oh, check this out. Want to accept what it is? How about this? How about this? This is a true story. Never talk about it. Should have. But here's what the result was. Years ago, and I mean years ago, I was talking to a girl. I was I had to be, I was in my 20s, about 21 years old. And luckily for me, she told me the truth. I was talking to her, got her name. Hey, my name is such and such. My name is such and such. This. And the first thing she said to me was, I have HIV. I said, what? She said, I want to be up front with you. I have HIV. What do you think about that? So in my mind, not even knowing that years later I was going to do a podcast called Accepting What Is, I had to accept the fact that she had HIV. But fast forward through the story, she died like two years later from a full-blown AIDS. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've met in my lifetime two girls who have had HIV, never done anything with them. My, I had the same response, which is a shocking response. Um, became, what is it, befriend them? Mm-hmm. Befriended them. Uh, kept up with them through Facebook or whatever. Or just they're on my Facebook, were on my Facebook. But both of them are dead now. That's kind of sad, too. It is. Because part of the, the sad part is they have to tell people that they have a, a disease or they will go to jail if they don't tell the you know the person that they have a disease. But, yeah, it's just sad. So, anyway, I had to accept that that's what the situation was. How long have we been live? Almost about 10 minutes. I think that might be enough for some people. So... One more, one more topic throughout mm-hmm. this show. What you think? What else you want to hit, hit them with? What are you thinking? Something that you've been thinking about today. Um. Give them something. Give them something juicy. Give them a lesson. Give them a relationship lesson. A marriage lesson. Well, I mean, it's only been two years. I mean, what lesson can I give? Oh, it's a lot of lessons. You really? Yeah, because we have a we have a baby. Okay. Well, I can't think of one. I right tell now. you what, a lesson that we both learned is this: um, when you have a child, 
whether um, they have grandparents or everybody's in their and like everybody's in your family, aunties, uncles, or whatever. Sometimes you have to listen to their advice, listen to their suggestions. But when your mother, when your mother and father biological instincts kick in to tell you what to do, you have to trust those instincts because there have been plenty of times in the first six months that people had gave us advice and they were totally wrong. Mm -hmm. So, and we had to accept that, you know, you're our mother, you're our father. We're not saying anybody specifically, but we know you've had kids before because you've had us. But my instincts, my daddy instincts and her mommy instincts were kicking in and we felt like, no, that's not it. It's something about the bond between you and your child, you know, husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend when you have a child. It's something about those, it's like telepathic instincts that you kind of sense what's going on with your with your baby and they can't verbally speak those cues, you know. And we realize that, you know, our families and friends have great intentions, but just give us a chance to let our instincts kick in and take care of the baby. Okay. And that's something people, I, that's a little relationship advice when you have a child. Hey, my name is Darshawn McAway. And I'm Stephanie. And you guys have been listening to our podcast, Accepting What Is. We're just giving you a little preview of what's to come. We'll see you guys later. Peace out.